You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. Many of the world's leaders are meeting for the G20 meetings in Indonesia this week. And it is a uh, it is a fascinating situation right now as to where Canada's place in the world is. I don't know that these meetings answer the question of where a country's place in the world is. Certainly we know about the United States. They're a powerhouse and they carry a ton of weight and we know China does and and Russia is being squeezed by all accounts but still a huge player on the world stage. Where is Canada in this? How much do we matter? Well, the Globe and Mail today had a story that says, um, despite all these things that are going on involving China and Canada right now, there was a hydro employee who was charged with espionage for leaking secrets, apparently, allegedly to China. We had the Huawei thing. We have pol- stories of police stations, Chinese police stations opening in Ontario. We've got reports of China funding candidates running for federal office to try and infiltrate our government. I mean, this is stunning stuff. Uh, according to the Globe and Mail, um, our prime minister is having a hard time getting a meeting or getting a lot of time anyway with China's leader, whether that's because we are insignificant or whether that's because we're on the outs because we've taken positions against them. Well, maybe my next guest can help sort that out. Dr. Jack Cunningham is program coordinator at the Bill Graham Center for Contemporary International History in Trinity College and the Monk School. He specializes in British foreign policy, Canadian political policy, international history, U.S. foreign policy, and relations with Russia. I mean, he kind of does a little bit of everything. He knows everything about everything, which is why we have him here. Dr. Cunningham, thank you for this today. Thank you, Scott. Pleasure to be with you. Let's go back to that question a moment ago. Is our prime minister having a hard time getting face-to-face time with China's leader because we don't matter or because we're on the outs? I think the unpalatable truth is that we don't count for an awful lot these days. We're not uh, we're not a major power economically or militarily anymore. And uh, the fact that we're on the outs probably gives the Chinese just uh, an additional reason to not pay a lot of attention to us. Economically, we're uh, we're more dependent upon their market than they are on us for anything. So uh, it's really uh, it's it's unfortunate as as it may it be, may be from our point of view their call. And yet, while they don't seem to, we don't seem to matter much to them, we seem to matter enough to them for these things like running candidates and like putting police stations here and all these other things. So clearly, there's something here that matters, just not enough for us to be able to discuss them with them. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the uh, the people around Mr. Xi recognize that we're not well disposed to the uh, the Chinese regime. They uh, they'd like to see um, they'd like to see uh, political regimes in more or less every Western country more friendly to uh, to Beijing, and so they're perfectly happy to uh, invest modest amounts in running candidates, in subverting our electoral process, in uh, stealing our secrets. Yes, they're willing to do that, and uh, and they can do so at uh, at relatively low uh, relatively low cost. Yesterday, I watched a video clip of a press conference that Prime Minister Trudeau did, and he was asked by some reporter, I don't think it was a Canadian reporter, about whether or not China had committed genocide with the Uyghur people. And the video that I saw, he, he was very careful about m- part positioning what genocide is and who should be making those kind of determinations. 
should we be, if we're not mattering to the Chinese at this point enough to get their attention, should we be bothering about how carefully we want to parse our words or should we just be saying what we want to say? I think we should be saying what we want to say anyway. Uh, trying to uh, ingratiate ourselves just enough for the Chinese that they'll pay attention to us is a bit of a mug's game. We might as we might as well uh, have the uh, the self-respect to uh, save uh, speak truth to power. Right, and so to try and uh, I mean, look, it's politics. We understand you don't mm-hmm. want to undermine all your relationships, but if we don't seem to have much of a relationship, is for lack of a better word, sucking up actually going to help us? No, no, it's not. It buys you nothing. If anything, it diminishes you in the eyes of the uh, the, the, the power you're sucking up to. You just come across as, uh, as weak and needy and reinforce their perception that they can uh, do with you as they will. Okay, so leaving China out of this for a second then, because we're, we're not over at the G20 just to meet with China. Uh, we're also trying to make statements, whether verbal or with our actions, or make connections with other countries. What important work, leaving China out of this for a second, what important work can be done for Canada at the G20? Well, we can try and uh, secure agreement with our uh, our friends and allies about uh, measures to reduce the economic difficulties that the war in Ukraine and the COVID pandemic have brought. They try to address some of these vexing supply chain issues, try to uh, see what coordinated economic measures could be taken to avoid slipping into uh, a serious recession. All of that we can do. Of course, the uh, the elephant in the room at the G20 is uh, the Russian war with Ukraine. And the, uh, the Indonesian president uh, tried to uh, paper over this issue. He wants a, a, a non-committal, non-controversial communique. Uh, he wants to show that his uh, his country can host a, a G20 that's relatively free of uh, of complications. Uh, we have not. Uh, we and a lot of others have not been particularly inclined to play that game. And uh, on that score, I think we're right. Uh, Minister Jolie's announcement of uh, additional sanctions and of uh, an extra half billion in aid to Ukraine is certainly welcome, uh, as far as I can see. And uh, at least this time, we're offering them uh, surveillance and communications equipment, and not just uh, not just balaclavas and parkas. So we're offering them stuff they can actually use uh, militarily. Uh, that's welcome. Although I note there's no timeline on the delivery of this equipment, and that uh, that is some cause for concern. Uh, before we go, I, I do think it's stunning, and I, I, I don't know what to make of it. We've got these reports that Russian missiles have landed in Poland while the G20 is going on. Yes. I, 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 I can't, I, is that, do you interpret that as intentional to make a point, or, or are these a missile that went awry and, oh, nuts, we've got to now deal with this? It could very well be a missile that went awry. We just don't know enough at this stage to, uh, to pronounce definitively what, uh, what happened and what it means. But if it was intentional, it's certainly a serious escalation and merits a serious response. No no kidding, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Jack Cunningham, we always love having you on. Thank you for taking time today. Not at all. Take care. It is a, uh, it is a frightening time. When, when missiles are now, I mean, look, it was frightening when they were going into Ukraine. Now that missiles are going into other countries where people have fled for safety, wow. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.